today's Leading Women episode 315 with the wonderful Angela Winfield. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Have a WordPress site or thinking of getting one? Bluehost offers unlimited hosting starting at $4.95 per month. Got your WordPress site hosted somewhere? No worries. Bluehost can help you transfer those domains fast and seamlessly easy. Join me and millions of others who trust Bluehost as our main hosting provider. Sign up today at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Angela Winfield. Angela Winfield is an attorney, motivational speaker, and professional coach who is passionate about being helping her clients break through barriers, overcome obstacles, and resolve conflicts so they can succeed in their personal and professional lives. Featured in the Wall Street Journal, contributing author to Chicken Soup for the Soul, voted a super lawyer's writing star and recognized as a certified better woman of courage, Angela is the queen of inspirational transformation. She has developed a holistic master key system for unlocking success. Angela supports professional women in making the difference they know in their hearts they were meant to make and helps professional women who are taking on new leadership roles. So women of the world, Miss Angela Winfield, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure to be here with you. We are delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Angela, I really love what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Yes, absolutely. So the name of my business, and it tells you a little more about me actually, is Blind Faith Enterprises LLC. And it's a little cheeky because I'm actually blind and I never really intended to start my own business. The idea behind it was that I noticed there was a need. Um, I noticed that there were people who were looking to accomplish things and they had all these big dreams and visions for themselves, but they didn't know how to get there. And I never knew that um, I was doing something different, right? That people were watching me and it came to me actually the day that I graduated from Cornell Law School. When I walked across the stage, everybody, and there were like thousands of people in this auditorium, everybody stood and cheered for me. And then afterwards, when I went to the reception, people kept coming up to me and they kept saying, thank you, thank you, you're so inspirational, thank you for being there. 
some of my classmates came over and said, you know, I kept coming to school every day because I saw you with your seeing eye dog still coming and I thought I could do it. And that really left a huge impact on me. And I was like, well, wait a minute. If they're looking to me to get through, you know, how is it that I'm doing it? What am I doing differently? Because I thought everybody was just out there, you know, you know, ruling the world, you know, doing what they wanted to do. And I started to realize, you know, no, there's something else. There's something else that I was doing differently that I was tapping into that was helping me be successful and accomplish what I wanted. And once I realized there was a need for it and that I could use my unique experiences and knowledge and talent to help people get there, that's when I decided that, you know, I need to start a business and do this. Wow, I love what I'm hearing about your business and how it evolved and came into existence and this niche that you have carved out. I mean, you realized that there was a need and you know, and people were coming to you to asking for your help and helping them, you know, get to, because they just don't know how, they know where they want to go, but they just don't know how to get there. And really love that you shared that one. And you also touched about the defining moment when you feel like, okay, people are really need this one. People are really looking up to me for, for help on this area. And then, then you say, okay, I am going to go forward with this and keep continuing helping others. Great that you've shared that one. But your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry. And that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they really like to know what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out? Yeah, that's a great question because it's two visions, really. It's a collaboration. So it's it's my own vision for myself and my life, and I want to make a difference. You know, so there I have this very clear vision of myself, and, you know, it might sound kind of airy-fairy, but it's me on top of this mountain, and it's completely calm, completely serene, and I'm looking out over, and I know that I've left a mark in the world, that I've come and I've done what I was supposed to do. Like that's my vision for myself. And then the vision that I have for other people is that they have their own visions and that they are moving confidently and courageously towards that, that people are really sharing their, your, their unique gifts. Because I do believe that everyone has a talent. Everyone has gifts that they're supposed to share and that they're supposed to tap into. And for me, you know, part of success is defining it for yourself, you know, and that's what I want to leave here. I want to leave people with the ability and the skills to really tap into who they are and share that in their own unique ways, you know, through their business, through their profession, through their work, they leave their mark on it. Wow, what a compelling vision that one is. And I love that you shared both of your personal as well as your your professional visions that our listeners can uh, can see for themselves as well and how is this vision created so it's, it's uh, a challenge for our listeners out there to really hone on that vision i mean create that vision write it down and this vision is going to evolve with you as you grow and as your business grow the most important thing is that you create that vision and then write it down you know something that inspires you you know something that motivates you on a daily basis just like what angela just shared with us now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Mm-hmm. I would say that my top three traits that help me become a successful entrepreneur, one would be self-awareness. 
right? Once I really got a deep, thorough understanding of who I was, why I was here, what I wanted to do with my business, how I was going to bring myself to my business. Because lots of times I find that entrepreneurs, especially women, see how business is done by other people and most likely men, and then try and do it that way without a clear understanding of their approach, who they are, what they want to do with their business. I mean, you get to create it. You get to create it and build it. So the fact that I knew exactly what my strengths were, as well as my weaknesses, um, where I needed to reach out and get support and help, um, and also where I knew, you know, no, this is something I need to do and step into in my own, that definitely helped me, that I was very clear on who I was, my values, and what I wanted to do with my business. Um, The second trait is probably um, courage. Courage, yeah. Um, I'm definitely not fearless. My mom always says I'm fearless to a fault, but I have fear. I do feel it, but I have courage. I have the ability to be so connected to what I'm doing that I move through the fear. I think that's key. And it's a muscle. It's not something that you either have or you don't have. I think you can develop courage. I know you can develop courage. Um, And there is a method for doing that that I share with my clients so that they can really connect to that vision. And then the third trait is probably just curiosity. Curiosity about people and things. I'm just fascinated and interested in the world around me, how it works, what people need. It's just, I'm, I'm very eager to learn and explore and do different things, try different things. And that's really served me well um, because it allows me to bring more into my business and to develop myself and to also get curious about what my clients need. Wow. So being clear of who you are, courage and curiosity, great personal traits or qualities that Angela just shared with us. And the good news is we can all cultivate and adapt these traits that Angela just shared with us. So that's being clear of who you are, having the courage to face, especially to face fears, embrace fear, not be a deterrent to it. And then curiosity. I mean, love love of learning and continuously growing. Great traits there that you've shared that we all can uh, learn from and uh, cultivate as well. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, the obvious challenge for me is my blindness. You know, when I was um, 20 years old, I lost my sight completely. Um, I didn't have great sight before that, but when I was 20, it was gone and I didn't have any more usable vision. So that's one big obvious challenge. And truthfully, what got me through it was having a vision and being curious. Those traits really, really um, helped me personally because I knew I, I, I didn't know what was possible. I thought that I couldn't do it. I thought that I couldn't be successful, that there was a certain thing out there for me. And I just wasn't, um, I lost hope. I lost hope. Um, But what happened 
is when I stopped thinking about what was possible because there was nobody that looked like me out there. And I was thinking, well, can I do this? Can I do this? Once I switched to getting curious and say, well, you know what? What if I can do this? You know, the only way to find out is to go and try it and do it. So that served me very well. And that's probably the biggest challenge that I've had to deal with personally, but also then positioning myself. And this is a common one for any woman in business is how do you position yourself? Because other people are going to perceive you and your business in a very certain way, in a particular way. And you do, you can't control what people think, but you can control how you put yourself out there. So one of the challenges was saying, how am I going to put myself out here? I've got all these, you know, talents and gifts. I'm, you know, I'm a very good coach, very good speaker, et cetera. But I've got these other things, you know, like the blindness. People have never seen that before in the industry. How do I put it all together and position myself? So that was one of the biggest challenges, positioning. Wow. I mean, I was so hooked into listening to every word that you shared. I mean, this physical challenge that you have um, experienced that you have just shared, I mean, losing your eyesight and became be, uh, became blind. And despite that, it was not a hindrance for you. You were able to overcome it. Wow. We have no, I mean, for us listeners, including me, we don't have no reason to complain. Um, <laughs> I mean, these challenges that Andrew just shared with us, I mean, we can all learn from it. We can all learn about, about it, the, how she was able, able to overcome them. And then the other one that you said about positioning ourselves and marketing ourselves, especially, I mean, putting ourselves out there is a challenge. I mean, I myself struggle with this and I continue to struggle with it on a daily basis, but it's really important to not get these challenges deter us from moving forward, but but teaches us lesson or or. Uh, help us to or be inspired by them be take um, see an opportunity behind those challenges and the good news is when we are sharing our challenges with each other like what Angela just shared with us we are able to learn from each other and support each other by learning from how Angela for example have overcome this so great that you've shared that one for our listeners as well now let's uh, switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, work-life balance is a tricky one, right? Especially when you're a business owner and especially when you're passionate about your business because uh, you find yourself throwing yourself into your business all the time and you love it, but you can also get lost in it. Um, so what I do is I make time for every area in my life um, and I stick to it. But one of the things... Um, is flexibility. So balance isn't walking on this little thin balance beam or, um, you know, a tightrope. You know, it's not, it doesn't have to be that difficult and that strenuous. I don't look at it that way. I think balance is knowing where you want to end up and knowing that sometimes you're going to be out of balance and then you just got to move back into it. You just got to move back to the center. Um, So, you know, I know there are times when I'm going to spend 
way more time on my business than I am in my personal life and in my relationships. And that's okay as long as I start moving back towards you know, spending more time with my family and in my relationships and then vice versa. Like I know there are times of the year when I'm going to want to spend way more time with my family and not spend that much time on my business. And I know that's okay because I've got flexibility. You've got to be able to move and, um, you know, dedicate your time and energy when and where it's needed. If you are too rigid about it. If you're, you know, trying to carve out every single hour and every single minute, that's when balance um, is overwhelming. You know, that's when it's really overwhelming. When you accept, I'm not going to be able to do everything, but there are times when I'm going to be in balance and times when I'm out of balance. And I know where that balance point is for me and I'll continually move back towards it. I think that's the happy medium. Wow, great tips there in this area, work-life balance, because I'm sure not only me, but a lot of our listeners are challenged with this one, this area. And being an entrepreneur, I mean, because we are so driven and passionate with what we're doing that sometimes work is no longer work for us. So it's not, it's like what Angela shared with us, it's not about being balanced in everything that you do. It's about being flexible, dedicating your time when and where it's needed, making time for those areas that are important to you. I think that's the bottom line here. Uh, and the good thing is that with our our business, I mean, having our own business, that affords us flexibility. So set your priorities right. What are those areas that are important to you? And know that there are going to be times when you have to dedicate more time in one area versus the other. But that doesn't mean you are not balanced in your work, in, in your life. It's all about prioritizing and making time for those that are important to you. Great tips there that we could all uh, take action on today. So thank you for sharing those. Absolutely. Now let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Yeah, so success to me is a holistic view, just like you said so eloquently that it's a mindset and a financial state. So for me, I define success for me as that I'm living my purpose. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing here. I wake up looking forward to the day. And yes, I can meet my basic financial needs and then plus some, you know. Um, you know, I, I, I do want an abundant life. So how do I measure that? Um, two ways. I check in with myself. You know, I, I make sure that I'm feeling good, that my energy level's high, that I'm doing the things that I want to do, meaning spending time with my husband, spending time with our animals and my extended family, and also that I'm making a difference and giving back. So if I'm able to do all of those things, then I define myself as being successful. Then there's the other, you know, the metrics of it, the, the pure numbers. Am I making enough money? You know, that's an important thing. Am I able to have the lifestyle that I want to have? Am I able to give the way that I want to give? You know, one of my goals, um, and this is a more personal goal than a professional goal, is to be a philanthropist. So am I making enough money that I can 
start putting away and you know giving how I want to give in my business. So it's a combination. It's a combination of checking in with my mental and emotional state, my energy level, and also the hard facts and numbers of it. Wow, success is living my purpose. I mean, living an abundant life, doing the things that you love, as well as being able to contribute to others. Great perspective on success. And yes, I agree with you. I truly believe that the true essence of success is all about those intangible benefits of being in business. You know, when we are able to achieve that freedom, we are able to transcend that one to other people by helping them as well. Great perspective on that. Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, so take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur, and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, this is very much what I talk about. I actually have four master keys for success. So you're going to get a bonus one. Awesome. Um, and the acronym for it is OPEN, O-P-E-N. So to be successful, this is what I recommend for all women, all business owners, is to have the right outlook. Optimize your outlook for success. And what I mean by that is learn to look for opportunities. You know, Get really keyed in to seeing things for what they are and how you can use them, okay? The second one is P for plan. You know, you got to have the business plan. You got to have the vision. You know, start at the end and reverse engineer it so that you can create it. The third is E for education. That goes back to self-education as well as formal education. If you need uh, particular training and credentialing, go out and get it but also know your own unique gifts, talents, and traits. Know your weaknesses and your challenges, your personal and professional ones, so that you have a good self-awareness going out there. And the fourth and final one is N for network. Have the right support in place. You know, It's so common as women that you want to go out there and be a superwoman and do it all, and you think you can, and you're independent, but you need help. Like You alone can do it but you can't do it alone. That's like one of my favorite quotes. So make sure you have the support system in place. Make sure you have the people who are going to motivate you, inspire you, hold you to it, and make you want to continue your vision because there are going to be difficult days when you're going to want to throw the towel in and you're going to need the support. So those are the four things I recommend. Wow, I love that acronym, OPEN. I mean, so, oh, uh, looking for opportunities, O for opportunities, P for plan, which is really knowing your vision, knowing where you want to go, wh- where you are right now and where you want to go. And then third is education. I mean, educating yourself as well as being professionally educated. I mean, there are a lot of ways how to do this, especially during our in our age, uh, online and offline, really a lot of resources out there that we can tap into to educate ourselves. And then the fourth one, which is really important as well, I'm really big on this, is the end for network. I mean, finding that support system around you, being around people that are moving in the same direction as you, people that are that have um, that are supportive of you, of your vision, and 
where you want to go. Great tips there. I love that acronym. So that's open, um, O for opportunities, P for plan, E for education, and for network. I'll make sure to have this on our show notes of our listeners out there. Great tips there that we can all take action on today. All right. What's one favorite business resource or a tool or app that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and which you can share our listeners with? See, this is a difficult question for me because there's no one single tool or app that has radically changed my business. And this probably goes back to my outlook, which actually the O for the in the open is for outlook rather than opportunity. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry about that. No, 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 so, that's okay. O for that's outlook. Okay. okay. <laughs> that is okay, but it's looking for opportunities. But my um for for the apps and tools that I use, it's more about how I want to do business and then finding the tools and apps that help me do it better. Um, you know, and sometimes there are those things that kind of radically change the way you do things, but I, I don't like to look at it that way. Like that's not my outlook. My outlook is like, here's what I want to do. What's going to facilitate me in doing that? And I don't really have a favorite, um, tool, although, you know, technology is a wonderful thing. And, you know, f- for me, um, you know, being blind, I do use a lot of assistive technology. So I'm loving um, Apple right now, the iPhone <laughs> and um, tools like that, because it has software built in, has accessible software built in, which is amazing to me. Wow. Yes, I agree with you. I mean, technology that we have now nowadays, I mean, if we are able to tap into it, it's really uh, in helpful in building our business and not only building our business but to connecting with our clients with our customers with people around us so technology that we have nowadays i mean the iphone really changed the way how we do business i mean being mobile the apps and that is or the software also that are included in our um, computers or in our iphones in our phones for example really smart that we can all tap into to build our business um thanks for sharing that one because that's i'm sure a lot of us uh, especially on the go or a able to tap or use the or find it helpful to have our smartphones with us mm-hmm. now and just and just to remember that you know you're doing business your way and find those tools it's so important that you find the tools that make it easier for you to do business in your way and that you know you have to be responsive to your clients needs and you know keep up with technology but use and pull in the tools that help you do business better right rather than vice versa. <laughs> exactly. And I really like when you said about uh, finding those tools or resources that will facilitate what you're doing or what you, uh, facilitate your business so that will make it a lot more um, um, efficient. You work more efficient or effective sort of things. Like that. So it's non-specific, but things that are you know, speci- or specific in what you want to accomplish, there are tools and apps that are resources that we can tap into out there. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recall recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Yes. So one of my favorites, and this is an oldie but a goodie, it's a classic, um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, That's probably, that was the first quote unquote, you know, personal development type book that I read and it resonated so deeply with me. Um, But I, I love that book. Um, very much, and I would recommend it as um, a go-to book. 
Yes, this Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I mean, that's a staple book that we all should be reading or should all be in our libraries or list of books that we need to read because that's a staple and that's a classic book. So that's Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And by the way, for our listeners uh, out there, you can now get a free audio download of this book or your favorite one at Audible by going to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Audible. Now, Angela, in my mind, you are a superhero or shall I say superheroine because you have done this, you have done it, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you were a superhero, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone that you admire and look up to. Mm -hmm. The woman that I admire most and look up to, um, and I actually, I call her, she's my pace setter, is Oprah Winfrey. Uh, I call her my pace setter because I can't do what she does. You know, I'm not her, I'm me, but I want to make the impact that she has made. So I use her as kind of a guidepost, you know, and I actually got to meet her this weekend. So that was fabulous. Um, but that's, that's who I admire very much. She's very purpose-driven, very grounded in herself, and she's used her vision to lead her to where she is. Wow, congratulations for meeting her. I mean, I could I could imagine how great the feeling must be because I'm a big fan of opera as well. I mean, what she's putting out there, how she's being able to help others, I mean, and being grounded like what you just shared. She's really a role model and an inspiration to all of us. Mm-hmm. Last but not the least, uh, Angela, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you and then we'll end from there. Yes. So my product, I've actually um, launched a self-study program that you could do at home that helps you really tap into the big who and the why. So who you are and why you're in business, getting really clear on that self-awareness so that you can be the greatest leader of your life and create a life you love living. Because that that's that's what I'm all about. That's what I believe. Like once you start leading your life and you're clear on those things, you can create that. You can create a professional life you love. You can create a personal life you love and do what you were meant to do. Really live into your purpose through your business, through your work, and be the lovely lady leader that you were meant to be. Because I think that's what women are here to do in our own unique ways. So you can go and check that program out. It is jam-packed, full of audios, transcripts, um, a life book rather than a workbook because we don't need more work. <laughs> we want to live our lives. But you can check that out on my website, um, AngelaWinfield.com slash homestudy. And there's tons of resources on there, um, seven-step guide to overcoming obstacles. And um, I hope you enjoy it. Yes, it is AngelaWinfield.com. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go there, especially to take this uh, self-study, home study guide that that she's providing out there. So that's AngelaWinfield.com forward slash home study will help you get clear of who you are and why you are in business. Why are you doing this? That will be really helpful. So AngelaWinfield.com forward slash home study. And I'll make sure to have this on our show notes as well. And by the way, all of these 
resources and links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Angela Winfield or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. Again, that link is angelawinfield.com forward slash homesteady. So for our listeners out there, I really highly encourage you to go there now. Check out her website. Be on her mailing list so that you know uh, when she's updating or when she's putting out there and if the products and services resonates with you Take, take up her offer and and uh, and for the list uh, the home study um, that she's offering um, do that one it's angelawinfield.com forward slash home study will really help you hone on who you are and why why you are doing what you're doing so great uh, I'm sure it will be a great resource for all of us so that's angelawinfield.com forward slash home study Angela, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.